Turn with me to Genesis chapter 31, verses 1 through 3. And he heard the words of Laban's son, saying, Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's hath he gotten all this glory. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not toward the him as before. And Yahweh said unto Jacob, Return unto the land of thy fathers and to thy kindred, and I will be with thee. The Almighty commanded Jacob to return to the promised land. God added, I will be with you. What comforting words, that the Almighty would be with us. On his journey back home, Jacob was told that Esau was coming to meet him, and Esau was bringing 400 men. Jacob prayed. In Genesis chapter 32, verses 9 through 11, we see, And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, Yahweh, which saidest unto me, Return unto thy country, to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all thy mercies, and of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. God had promised that he would be with Jacob. Jacob now asked the Almighty to remember that promise. The night before Esau and Jacob were to meet, Jacob had an unexpected encounter. We read about this in Genesis chapter 32, verses 24 through 32. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint, and he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince thou said, Power with God and with men has prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Why is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Penuel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not of the tendon which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the tendon that shrank. Yes, Jacob returned to the promised land as the Almighty had commanded. Yes, the Almighty was with Jacob. Yes, Jacob was blessed. In fact, Jacob's name was changed to Israel, meaning Prince of God. This is the first time that this name will appear in the Scriptures, though it will be repeated more than 2,500 times before the end of the Bible. Jacob was a strong and robust man. In Genesis chapter 29, we find the account of Jacob's first encounter with his future wife, Rachel, at a well. The scriptures record that the shepherds would wait till all the shepherds were present, and then they would roll the great stone away. Jacob rolled the stone away on his own. Jacob is strong. In Genesis 31, Jacob said that he had watched over Laban's flocks during the heat of the day and during the frost of night. He lost much sleep caring for the flock, but Jacob could do it because Jacob was strong. Jacob wrestled with the angel all night, and the angel could not beat Jacob because Jacob was strong. In fact, Jacob had rest, wrestled earlier in life. He had wrestled in the womb against his brother Esau. And just as Jacob would not let the angel go, Jacob did not let Esau go. Even at birth, Jacob was born holding on to the heel of Esau, even as they were born, because Jacob was strong. But in the midst of his blessings, strong Jacob was struck with an infirmity, a limp. Jacob was told that he was victorious as a prince, but now he had a disability. During the night of the wrestling, the angel dislocated Jacob's thigh. He shrank the tendon. The scriptures added that the children of Israel did not eat the tendon 
of kosher animals because Jacob's tendon shrank. The tendon shrank. It didn't simply dislocate. This implies it was a lasting infirmity. And the fact that we memorialized it in the dietary laws implies it was something that was long-lasting. Years ago, someone pointed out to me this verse in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 21. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshiped, leaning upon the top of his staff. This verse appears to be a reference to Jacob's limp. Perhaps it's hinting that Jacob could not stand up straight even at the end of his life. So, Jacob was blessed and afflicted with an ailment at the same time. This sounds familiar. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. The Apostle Paul describes that he had a vision of heaven. Verse 4, he said that he heard unspeakable words which are not lawful for a man to utter. But he added in verses 7 through 10, Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Messiah may rest on me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Messiah's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. God blessed Jacob, but he gave him an infirmity at the same time. God blessed Paul, but he gave him infirmity at the same time. And it's always for a reason. Just because God blesses us, just because God is with us, doesn't mean we won't encounter trials. And when we do encounter trials, physical infirmities, that does not mean God is not with us. God is with us, but we have to understand His ways are not our, our ways. His ways are beyond our understanding. And when we are weak, He is strong.